You're listening to the Oz TV podcast, only on the Oz Network. Welcome to the Oz Network. Uh, we are back for another episode. Hello, everybody. Um, you may not recognise me because two new hosts are coming in for the entirety of this episode, and uh, the two hosts you've been following for the past twenty-something episodes are nowhere to be seen at all uh, because we're talking about the other forty-eight podcasts. Um, that exist about Lost, uh, the alternate perspective. Um, and, I mean, you know, I was going to say the better perspective in terms of the other podcasts, but um, I, don't know, I think we're the best Lost podcast. <laughs> um, <laughs> Sorry, it's something on my nose. Sorry, excuse me. Star, star sign, star, uh, according to Adam Gray, anyway. Um, <laughs> we're back for a really unique episode of Lost the TV series. Uh, and my name is Noah, and I've been waiting 40 days to talk about this episode. And my name is Ben, and what needs to happen to make you say something? <laughs> uh, well, I think what needs to happen is this episode, because this is one of my favourite episodes uh, of Lost of all time. This is the other 48 days. Um, still remember vividly watching this, because this really is the first time that the show broke up the structure from just flashback island flashback island this is pretty much an extended flashback um not really centric on one character i mean you could argue it's kind of if you had to argue you'd say anna lucia but really it's just the tailies and it's just breaking from the structure and lost will do this a few times each season like the desmond episodes are often like this a michael one will kind of break up in season four and even this season uh and i think it generally works when they do these richard alpert's classic episode in season six um i think it generally always works for the most part um and this one just i'm not gonna say it feels like a movie but it's just so intense and it's so it's almost like a horror movie and i just we've followed these survivors over a whole season's worth of episode but in one episode we get the complete other perspective and uh you know you thought the middle section survivors went through hell these guys went through akin to a horror movie um so i just i don't know i just like it when shows can have like yeah we've already met these characters but really they're strangers to us and yet it can fire at all cylinders and can be so dramatic despite the fact that we don't even know these people and the people we love and know aren't even anywhere to be seen in this episode and you know didn't really work so much in season six with across the sea jacob and the man in black but here i think it definitely works and i like it when shows are bold and kind of move away from the main cast and uh this one delivers so much so it's a really unique episode it's kind of a standalone one like i've watched this probably more than any other episode just because it's so easy to just put on and it's like a complete package um but I love this episode, though. I think it's great moving away from the traditional traditional structure of Lost, and it definitely works in my eyes. To quote a uh, ex Oslet that worked with us in the days of Survivor Oz, yeah, I agree. Um, I think that it's... <laughs> I hope that joke worked. Um, I agree with everything that you said. I remember watching this one, too, because I'm all like, wow, what the hell is this episode? Um, you know, because you, you definitely remember it, and I think it's very cleverly done. Um and just like how quickly it kind of is all put together across those sort of the t- same time frame that, uh, you know, obviously get over, what, about 
20, what, 30 episodes up to this point, 31 episodes. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it's very, very clever. I mean, I, one thing I'll disagree with you saying that we don't see or hear from any of the people that we know and love. We hear from Boone in this episode, Noah, so, like, just shut up. Um, <laughs> That's true. Boone's already back. Yeah, Boone's back. Boone's pretty much back <laughs> as a series regular at this point. He was in last episode as well. And he's not in anymore, moving forward. Um, but... Yeah, I, I, it's so it's such a unique episode. I mean, you know, analysts say, Ugh, but we'll get to that. Um, but yeah, I, I, I love it. It's, it's, yeah, it's fun, and um, I, I definitely watched it in a different way now, uh, knowing that we're definitely assuming that Libby is just cuckoo la la this whole time. Um, but I also like. Do you sometimes maybe I don't know if you ask this now or at the end of the episode? Do you ever wonder what it would have been if this had been like the main section that we saw for like a season and a bit? Yeah, and- I thought about if they could have had this show. Yeah, and like what would have lost the, the spin off the other forty eight days, like seeing Jack and all that sort of stuff, like you know, just things like that. So um, you know, I we- mean, if this was AMC with The Walking Dead this wouldn't even be a part of the main show. This would be Lost, the tail section as a whole new <laughs> spin-off show. But, um, yeah, I, I mean, I do wonder that, but I think one problem people have with this episode is that uh, they kind of don't look back on it too fondly because the tail section, really, the tail is never panned out. I mean, other than Bernard, who was not really a main character, you know, most of these people are gone within I was thinking 20 that. episodes. Yeah, that's, um, I was definitely thinking except that. Except for think, TV's Kimberly Joyce. Well, I was kind of like thinking, like, who, who, do we even get to have any of these people hanging on for a while? I'm like, oh, I guess Bernard. And yeah, TV's Kimberly Joyce. Bernard. And, yeah. yeah, so I, I like the Taylor story, but it really just in the grand scheme of things didn't turn out, I think, the way they intended. Uh, we'll get to uh, Two for the Road because I do believe that Michelle Rodriguez was always meant to be on one season of Lost and that was it. Uh, but I think Libby was supposed to be around for much longer and I think Echo, we know, was a, most, supposed to be around for most of the show, but AAA um, wanted out. So it's a shame what happened with the Tailies because I think they're all interesting characters, but I think it doesn't negatively impact it for me because it's such a powerful episode that even though this doesn't turn out, I still really enjoy it. Well, it makes it more realistic, I think, that, um, you know, I mean, we kind of said that a lot, didn't we, in the first season with Rose and kind of just her saying stuff like that and, you know, did they know that this was ever going to pan out like this or are they just kind of saying that to make Rose seem like, oh, you know, bless her little cotton socks. Um, But, I mean, it's kind of, you know, it's it sort of adds to everything with the fact that you think, like, well, how did this first part of the plane survive and yet the tailies didn't just because it broke off? And it just adds a whole, you know, extra element to it. And I don't know, like, it's kind of one of these things that, yeah, okay, it doesn't necessarily pan out across all six seasons, but, you know, you do have TV shows where you'll have characters in it for a season or two, and, yeah, they're not kind of a long, you know, if it's a long series show, but, like, you still, they're kind of memorable in their own right, if you know what I mean. So I kind of think that um, it's not like they're completely terrible, you wasted characters. I mean, Miss Echo is probably one of my top five favourite characters of all time in Lost. Um, you know, I like Libby, uh, Bernard, it's great. TV's Kimberly Joseph. I don't mind Goodwin oh, as a one off. <laughs> Kimberly Joseph. TV's Kimberly Joseph. So much in this episode. Yeah. She's like the star. She's everywhere. Anna Lucia. Well, she, she's not seeing Nathan on the plane, <laughs> even though he was. Which I just, it's just, I love that bit. I can't wait to get it. Like, I'm really good with faces. Mm. <laughs> can't Are you, Cindy? <laughs> really? Cindy? Goodwin was on the plane, was he, Cindy? Really? <laughs> sure about that? Oh, yes. Yeah, so I saw Goodwin. I served him. Really, Cindy? <laughs> 
Um, let's be honest, Nathan had some sort of bowel problem. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We'll get to Nathan and his bowel issues. Um, interesting also, this was the first episode of about five or six uh, that are slightly over the 42 minutes. This is 46 minutes. Uh, I don't have the list of the others, but off the top of my head, um, I think Dave randomly is one. Lockdown. Uh, the Life and Death of Jeremy Bentham. Sounds like I'm reading a list. I'm just probably wrong about most of them. But there's a few that are over 46. Of course, I'm not including Exodus Part 1, 2 type thing. But uh, So I'm not really sure the motivation. I guess if you're the biggest show on television at the time, you can just randomly do this every now and then. Um, I, know, I know 24 did that. Like, Didn't they do like an uninterrupted... Um, episode one time or something uh, so if you're if you're a hit you can do whatever you want i guess it's, i mean i guess also it comes down to probably Except for poo. um like maybe when it comes down to it like the editing and sort of what they get is maybe you know they get to the point where they show it to abc and they're like look we legitimately cannot cut any more out of this like you you watch this and tell me can you cut two more minutes out of this um so maybe they just gave him yeah like as you said biggest show that's the biggest hit so give them a bit of leeway for it um so, yeah, it's kind of interesting sort of when shows do that. I know sort of uh, through the other two ones we're doing here on the Oz Network, Third Watch and Nip Tuck, that some of them kind of will have a few episodes which sort of go off a bit of skew. And obviously Nip Tuck was a cable show, so, I mean, that maybe obviously had a bit more leeway than, say, a network show. But, um, yeah, it's interesting when shows kind of do that and kind of... I'd, I'd like to know sort of just the how some can get away with it. Do they have, like, less advertising? Like, maybe they just didn't sell enough ads that week or something like that. So, like, I'll add another two minutes in. We don't have enough ads or something like that. Or, you know, the next show afterwards is shit, so let's cut two minutes into it. Um, Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I'm not really sure of the specifics around it because even within cable, there's some cable shows where it's all over the shop. You'll have, like, a 38-minute episode. Then you have, like, like a 67- yeah, a lot of those cable shows are, but then there's also cable shows where they seem to stick to the strict, like, 42-minute mm-hmm. type. Uh, so I'm not really sure. I know network TV is all pretty, like, 22 minutes or 40, 42 minutes, 44 minutes, actually, sorry. Um, 42, 44, I don't know. 42, but, generally. Yeah, um, so I know they're pretty st- stick to that across all networks, but within cable, I'm not sure. So if someone knows and um, different kettle of fish in Australia too like I think we're talking America only here like Australian shows they're all over the place (laughs) who knows and who cares about Australian TV shows Um, (laughs) proud to be Australian here on the Oz Network Aussie Oz Aussie (laughs) oi 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 but this is written by Linda Loftus Hughes directed by directors Eric Lanaville the Eric Lanaville Um, I had dinner with him the other day aired on November the 16th, 2005. So, in terms of recording, uh, almost, well, a bit over exactly uh, seven, uh, 12 years since it aired, so that's kind of cool, at least in America. Eric Lanaville, he did five episodes of Lost. That's Good on you, Eric. He did The Brick. Oh, he did my least favourite episode. Good on you, Eric. Oh, I need to look um, that up now. <laughs> but he did the break, which is great, and he did uh, the other forty-eight days. So you're all right in my book, Eric Lanaville. Except for right, your so least favorite l- episode. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Let's not talk about that one. Uh, so let's get into it. This kind of unique structure where, for the first time, we really just go in chronological. I know we've done that with the flashbacks back and forth, but this is really just uh, from start to finish. So we'll just go through it by days and uh, work our way through it. 
And like always, if you've got something to add, just butt in. Um, Can I just straight away off the bandwagon? You give me that permission, but I just want to say before I forget. I fucking love the opening of this uh, this episode. Just the way it's like, just, yeah, just love. I, I always like to rewind this and just see how this starts. I just love how you've got silence, plane crash, silence. It's great. Yeah. I mean, I did say butt in, but I mean, I have to at least <laughs> uh, say something for you to butt into. Sorry. Um, but <laughs> but I, I agree. We start on kind of this scenic kind of island. And we know it's the island, but it's just like, oh, yeah, what what's this episode going to be? Is this... Saeed, like, is it about to go to hell with Saeed? Like, what's going on here? Uh, it's just silence. And then, <laughs> tail section, like, as you said. Uh, I still remember watching that. I'm like, oh, okay. I guess we're doing these guys then. Um, <laughs> and this was before, I mean, I'm sure if you had the internet, you would know the episode titles, but it's not like the TV guide or anything said each week, oh, this has lost the other 48 days, the title and... So if you I bought TV no week it even ink. <laughs> yeah, I didn't buy TV week. Didn't you? I didn't I did. even I didn't have a dollar to my name when this My mum used to buy it for oh. me. She she did it to bribe me to lose weight. <laughs> <It's gonna> work. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I shall I buy you TV week? <laughs> the TV week dying. <laughs> It seems contradictory to me. <laughs> I like TV Week. Shut up. Is it still a thing? Yeah, apparently. They're still plugging along. Uh, so, yeah, as you mentioned, the plane crashes, tail section. Uh-oh, this time it's in the water for them. <laughs> like the, the midsection people were lucky. It's landed just on the beach, just missed the water. Uh, then we have this kind of title card pop up, day one, and this is going to continue on. I like this, so we know exactly when it is. Um... So this is the other side of the pla- the other plane crew. This is where they really need to hone in on the other forty eight days. They need to have a pop up on the screen. The other plane crash, or <laughs> the other hatch, um, the other flight attendant, uh, the other black dude, uh, the other <laughs> annoying woman. Um, but you know, this plane crash. You know, the budget by this time compared to the pilot is probably a bit lower because they've got to stretch out a whole season um but it's basically them landing in the water everyone trying to swimming around some dead bodies chaos echo in his nice little suit like his nice little jack suit rescuing people (laughs) um they're helping out old zach and emma can i say season six is zach and emma these these two are going to be in quite a bit of the show well not quite a lot of episodes but they're going to stretch out quite a bit same actors uh yeah, hmm. Cons- that's consistency for you. Consistent lock. Uh, lock, lost. <laughs> lock, lost. He's consistent too, I guess, but lost. Um, and, you know, Emma talks about how their mum was meeting them in LA and a great line from Anna because it's just with the music. We're not there yet. It's just the way it's played is so well. Um, but obviously it doesn't hold a candle to the, the original plane crash. But, I mean, do you like this? It's. I think it's good. I don't think it's good enough to maybe make our top five. But I think... Given their circumstance, they had to make a different and dramatic steal, and they didn't probably have as big of a budget. I think it works. I, I was... I mean, it's just missing Boone and the pen, really. Um, I... Yeah, I like it. I, I, I was kind of thinking... That's where we need Boone. He's ran all the yeah. way here. <laughs> Does anyone have a pen? Someone gives it to him, and he runs back. <laughs> Typical Boone. Um, but yeah, I like. I was thinking, like, would this be a question in our top five? Um, but yeah, it's not as good as the opening of 
the entire show. I love Mr. Echo in his suit. Um, his Jack, Jack suit. Um, you know, kind of maybe one of the only tolerable Annalisa moments. Uh, you know, we're not there yet. Um, but yeah. Show Rodriguez delivers dramatic lines well, though. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I don't know. Sure, again, I like Michelle Rodriguez, but sometimes she just. As I think we talked about that like a week or so ago. The fact that to me she's just she's so typecast. She she can never play anyone different except the the tough chick. And I mean she does it well for the most part. But I don't know. We're getting more to analyze. She just. Ugh. Um. But yeah, I kind of just like how we get all these random shots of of people. And but it's, it definitely is not as dramatic. As the, and I don't know if that comes down to, as you said, the budget or we don't need to replicate what we had in the first sort of episode because that's a brand new show. We need to get, you know, you, we already know what we're in for in this show. So, and plus, I guess we also kind of know that only we're going to have to sort of get used to about five of these people, aren't we? So, um, yeah, we know that the majority of these people are going to die. So, um, yeah, I, I don't know. I just like Mr. Eric his suit. And triple A, and he's no facial hair. Just he's he's kind of like Survivor. When you start on day one of Survivor, you get you sort of use them. Then you like you use them with facial hair. But then if you go back and see it in day one, they show like those flashbacks. I remember like Russell Hanch. You saw him on like day one compared to like day thirty nine. Like, holy crap, he's like a little fat weedy dude. And I'm not saying that triple A is a fat weedy dude, but he just kind of looks so different without his facial hair. I'm always confused with these TV shows, especially Lost, because they do these like flashbacks and stuff. Um when sometimes the characters have facial hair and sometimes they don't like I know a lot of the time they kind of do tricky makeup where uh, they'll be able to cover up some hair and then they'll add some on I think there's a special feature about it maybe for the constant but I'm always confused and curious at how they do this some of the time because obviously they shot all of this in one block Um, so was it a fake beard later on for the rest of the show or did they cover up some of it early on? Was it ever as controversial as Henry Cavill's top lip in Justice League? Because, you know, they had to, like, blue screen out his moustache and everyone was, like, bagging him out for it, which you couldn't even notice. But anyway, that's just... I don't know. That's just the controversy of the time of recording this to date this episode. But anyway, moving on. I mean, <laughs> are people complaining about that? Like, yes. uh, a moustache? They, they brought... <laughs> young Carrie Fisher in, to act in 2017 like seriously there's a whole uh, huge thing about all the complaints people are having about Justice League there is just this whole haterade on Henry Cavill's top lip doesn't look natural <laughs> it's distracting in the movie it's like really <laughs> I mean I didn't think Carrie Fisher young Carrie Fisher acting in 2016 looked natural but it was still kind of cool so yeah. I'm not complaining about a moustache um, over a people but i'm always curious about that stuff but anyway uh so still on day one echo is asking cindy to look after the kids and this will become cindy's role for the next three years she (laughs) kind of went from flight attendant to de facto mum because every time we see the kids it's always with cindy and she's always caring about what happened to the kids um I don't know if Gary Troop, engine guy, was uh, like Cindy really wanted a baby or something and he wasn't given out or what, but she's <laughs> she's really attached to these kids. Um, um, and then we introduced to my favourite character, Donald. I love Donald. Don't you love Donald? Donald and his broken leg. Oh, that makes me cringe uh, when I see that. Libby, underrated Libby moment, I think. we She's there and she's... She, I'm a... She loves to name drop. I'm a clinical psychologist. Like she no, always you're not loves Libby. to. She's, 
<laughs> I'm a clinical psychologist. <laughs> Back to the cuckoo house. Uh, but she tells the story when she was on the ski trip, and then snap, she broke her leg and oh. snaps. Donald's leg back into place. Uh, she had a year of med school. No, she didn't. <laughs> um, and then we have uh, Goodwin running out for help. Help, help. Um, Grand Bowler. I, I always think these two look so similar if you look at it. Um, so Goodwin, who we were introduced to uh, two episodes ago, um, who again I don't, I don't think they needed to tell us he was another two episodes ago they could have introduced him but I don't think we needed to know but we can get a bit into that later um, and then I love this scene where Goodwin asks for help and they go poor old Bernard he, he got the raw end of this deal stuck up in the tree uh, next to dead body like I, I would give up at that point I would be like nah this is the end for me I'm not jumping onto a tree like poor old Bernard um, and then Anna's kind of talking to Bernard and I'll come up and get you, gotta grab onto the trees like, nah, nah, nah. like, I love Bernard but he is he is not equipped for being stranded on an island he's, like, yeah, he's, he's in his dentistry thing and going and going to restaurants and having a comfortable life, he's, he's not set for island um, I don't think he's a manly man Bernard he's not Mr Echo he becomes one, him. he becomes one though uh, yeah. Um, so I, I think that's a great scene where Bernard jumps on and like I mean it's not dramatic because we know that Bernard survives, but it's still cool. Um, and then we're kind of cutting to later that night. Uh, Goodwin's trying to get a fire started, and he says he was in the Peace Corps. And I'm just glad someone your age remembers what that is. <laughs> like, I I. Uh, I what is there like a 10, ten year age difference between these two? Like, I don't, I don't get that. Like, Rodriguez isn't that youngish. Plus, hasn't everyone heard of the? Peace? That's what I was gonna say. Like, that's like it's not like he said like, oh, I was part of the World War Two Boy Guides of America. Or I don't know. Like, I mean, like, yeah, everyone's heard of the Peace Corps. <laughs> yeah. Plus, I mean, I'm yeah, I'm sure there's not a huge age difference. I know anyway. someone. Well. I know someone's brother who's in the Peace Corps. So, like, it's like a, and they're in Cameroon, of all places. So, like, it's still a thing. Like, this is the everyone, I think, just knows. It's like, oh, I'm part of the United Nations. Oh, I'm surprised you've heard of what that is. Like, pfft, sure. <laughs> uh, but later that night, the Goodwin uh, Peace Corps survivalist gets the fire started. Um, we have a nice little sad scene where Bernard asks if he saved any African-American women. And like, this is where we need... If you do, keep them away from the Koreans. Um, <laughs> uh, but he didn't. But good old helpful Echo. I mean, I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not getting on to anyone who's religious or anything like that, but I will pray for Rose, and I'll pray for rescue planes. Like, oh, thanks. Um, and then, you know, day, night one of the survivors... Look, they heard it of the main survivors they heard a monster in the jungle it was scary trees were coming down I don't think that's Vincent (laughs) I think the Taylors had a whole lot worse like this is night one you've just survived a plane crash and they get attacked by the others straight off the bat so I'm never really sure about the geography but I'm guessing the Taylors camp is much closer to the others uh, little village than the main survivors um, but the others 
the others attack them. Night one, <laughs> Echo straight off the bat kills two others on the first night. Um, and I guess as I read somewhere, it's interesting to point out that a survivor of the, an eight one five survivor is the first one to kill someone before others even kill uh, any survivors. So yeah, I mean the others are the bad guys, but Echo's the one killing them straight off the bat. Um, so. Yeah, I think that's what a dramatic way for day one for the Tailies compared to the main survivors. It's just terrifying. It's like a horror movie. Yeah, the the, the Lily story, like, I kind of like the look on the people's faces when she's just rabbiting on about, oh, my ski trip, you know, I went on this and I met this guy, and you're kind of like, um, okay. <laughs> um, and then it's just like that snapping legs, like, oh, oh. But, like, just <laughs> this whole time, I just can't watch Libby the same way now. Yeah, I had a year in medical school. I'm like, no, you didn't. Like, I mean, anyone could say that on the beach. You know, I mean, Jack's probably not really a doctor. He just knows a lot about medicine. We don't know that. It's like, we're on this island. Anyone can say anything. Um, I guess you don't really want to kind of say you're a doctor, though, because everyone will come to you. <laughs> but anyway, it's a stupid thing to say, Ben. Um, but... It's it's kind of interesting though watching this knowing Goodwin and like seeing this initial scene of him like from the jungle and just I don't know I think it's kind of a cool way of looking at it uh, and I like Brett Cullen the actor who plays him um, he's you know one of these people who's just in a lot of things uh, as a big fan of um, uh, Make It or Break It uh, yes don't judge me uh, he was the dad of one of the girls in that he was also in The Dark Knight and I remember seeing he's like a fairly uh, it was like a politician or something in the Dark Knight, I remember. So, yeah, one of these people is just randomly in lots of things. You always see his face. Wait, he is in the Dark Knight? Yeah. As a politician? Oh, the Dark Knight Rises. He's in one of the Dark Knight movies. Um, Richard Alpert plays the mayor in the Dark Knight. He does, so. too. Yeah, yeah, that's right. There's the Dark Knight Rises. He's a congressman. I'm just looking at here. I knew he was like a politician in one of those movies, but yeah. Congressman in the Dark Knight Rises. Uh, Lost Connections in the Batman universe. Um... Yeah, but I'm so banana. I can't do it. I can't grab. I'm dead. I'm like, I'm not grabbing onto that. I'm crushed with random dead guy. And I love like Bernard. Is he dead? I think he's dead. It's like <laughs> he will be in a second. Um, I like it when they're on the beach and they cut back and um, you just see like random black woman sitting on the beach and random other person sitting on the beach. Like we talk about the random people in the uh, the original season, the original season. Uh, you know, like I think this is where when we've gone over those survivors, isn't it on our Lostpedia? Like curly haired man and what was it like um, German guy? Uh, like if you read like those ones. Um, yeah, the is that where? Oh, yeah. I'm glad you sort of said the way Echo's just kind of like, I will pray for them. I will pray for the rescue plan too. I just like really like, dude. That's it. Like, <laughs> thanks. But anything else? Could you like offer a bit more? Like, could you imagine if this was like you know the other side of things instead of you know good old Saeed fixing everything and creating transponders and signals and this that and everything else. He's just like, I will pray for them. It's like, I say, there's a, there's a radio there. No, I will pray for the radio. <laughs> like, you know, the other side, I've got a radio that's going to work. Um, but yeah, like, I was going to ask you that, because I, like, why, I was going to say, why do the others target this side and not the other side? But I'm guessing, as you said, they're closer or something like that. But why, is it ever explained why they just kill these people? Like, is this, why do the others just murder them? Like, I don't get it. They don't? They don't. Of course they don't, because I'm dumb. I'm a casual loss fan. Um, what do you read? They murder them. Well, like when they're kidnapping all the people, do they are they all alive still? Or they're recruiting them. Oh, 
Of course they are. Sorry, I'm Dharma, right? I'm a casual Lost fan, right? <laughs> Welcome to the Oz Network. No, but they mentioned that in the episode. Goodwin mentioned that when he's with Anna on the hill. He says, um, he's talking about why they would take the strong ones and then th- they had a list and uh, Nathan wasn't on the list or you're not on the list like he mentions that but I, I I'm just taking that as him just I don't know we'll get I just assume that he's trying to pass off stuff because that's not when she discovers that that's him at that point she, they, they, uh, that's where she's questioning him saying like oh why do you think they took these people because like he still believes that he's not one of you know like he still thinks she thinks he's a normal person yeah but it's clear as a viewer what he's saying is true well clearly I'm dumb and I didn't get that clearness <laughs> um the, the bit I don't get like we see Echo, like, with, I, I always kind of assume that it's like, okay, fair enough, these two people that he's, like, killed, um, you know, they, as they discover they don't got any wallets or anything like that. But I love how they just kind of give him a free pass. They're just kind of like, oh, you know, obviously he protected us. Like, but how do we not know that these... I, I know we know they're not. But like, how do we know this is just, not like, a couple who's crashed on the boat and they're like, oh, some other people here, maybe they're here to rescue us. And then Miss Echo goes, ah, bang, bang, rock, rock, kills them. <laughs> and they've been it's like it's Tom Hanks on Castaways. Been living there for four years. Well, so um, just let give Mister Echo a free pass. Um, you know, Annalise is a pretty shit cop on the island with some things. Talk to her many mistakes that she makes in this. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's it's dramatic as you said. Like they get a pretty shit deal. The uh, the dailies when it comes to this again they've got instead of uh, you know Mister Fixit who can fix radios and a guy who can you know decipher Nigerian currency and and trek through the jungle and kill boar they've got a guy who's going to pray for them so <laughs> cool yeah it's just I mean I wonder how long it took Ethan I I'm guessing it took him longer because uh, Goodwin really gets there for the plane crash but um. I do like that we later see this, uh, like, Goodwin, you go to the tail section. Ethan, you go there. Like, we see that in season three. Don't um, we see a scene with Goodwin, like, Bernard seeing Goodwin? I swear, I swear I remember there's some sort of scene with Goodwin discovering Bernard, or am I making that up? You're making that up. Okay, cool. <laughs> um, would be nice, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, so, day two, uh, Echo is no longer talking. uh and don't really, uh, I, it's like a religious thing, I guess. I'm like the least pa- religious Passover, person ever is, meet, pa- is Passover so. 40 days? I don't know. You know, know when you give Jesus like... did something for well, 40 No, it was Ark was 40 days and 40 nights of rain, so... Yeah, it's religious stuff. I don't... I'm not trying to sound dismissive. I'm with you too. I don't understand. But I am ignorant. I just don't really know any religious stuff. I, like, if you grow up in Australia more than likely you're not going to have too much knowledge of the Bible. I'm the only person in Australia who's read the Bible. Yeah, well, there's not many of them, so... You um, you poured tea on the Bible. (laughs) No, I didn't. Um, (laughs) Download the Brink Unleashed 8, available now. (laughs) We're introduced to Nathan, and uh, he says that three survivors are missing. Um, Anna is guessing that they were already here so it took it took the main uh survivor the original season uh <laughs> a whole manifest and a whole like census to uh, figure out ethan was another but anna's just got it straight away uh we get the origin story of echo's jesus stick he's breaking it off the tree there um and anna wants to get off the beach because 
I mean, I think that's a genuine okay thing to do, seeing as you were just attacked on the first night in the beach, but also you don't really know what's in the jungle. So either way, the tailors are just screwed, and I could not imagine ever being in a situation like this. It really is a horror movie. Uh, but Nathan wants to stay on the beach, so this is our first inkling of, ooh, Nathan is the uh, other, he's the spy. Which is why, I don't know why they told us Goodman was the spy. Yeah, we can watch it now and be like, oh, no, 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 that's wrong. But I don't know, I still think it's more dramatic if we do think it's Nathan, and then it's like, oh my god, it wasn't Nathan. But, um, do we and then we gra- No, sorry, I jumped no, ahead. Ignore me. We get some great acting from TV's Kimberly Joseph, where uh, they're talking about the rescue planes will come, um, and they have satellites, blah blah blah, black box. No, they won't. They don't know where to look. Um, what is it with Australian actors? Why do we suck? Um, they don't know where to look. Um, when, when they I do, mean, I like it's when they do TV's Australian Kimberly accents. Joseph. I think like it's. It, sometimes they feel out of place. But they're not even doing Australian. No, but like accents. what I mean, they is, are Australian. But what, I, but what I mean is like when they keep their accents. Like you think about Australian actors who are good and go on to success, they generally put on American accents. Like you know, any Hugh Jackman role, or you know, when Heath Ledger obviously won an Oscar and things like that. Like you know, I love my country. I'm proud to be Australian. But can anybody name an iconic Australian actor who's kept their accent and actually? gone on to success but I mean I don't know Crocodile Dundee I mean that's just him being himself though so yeah I mean no one out of Emily DeRavan I can do um. <laughs> what are you saying Noah <laughs> yeah I mean Tim is Kimberly Joseph this is like a shining episode she gets heaps of stuff and now does it bother you the inconsistency that she wasn't in the tail section I honestly never really thought about it too much until you mentioned it a few episodes ago. Um, but it, obviously now that you mentioned it, it's kind of like, what? Um, and, yeah, why... I, sh- I mean, because didn't we go over in sort of the end of last season about the other random flight attendants who kind of were there pushing Hugo and carrying him... Yeah. I don't know, carrying Hugo. JD, was yeah, I mean, they couldn't carry Hugo. Good luck with that. But, um... <laughs> sorry. Sorry, Hugo. Um, but yeah, like, why is she the only one that somehow survived? Is this ever explained? Is this like a, a lost thing that people get shitty over? No, I don't really think... I mean, it, I'm a huge Lost fan. It doesn't bother me in the slightest. I mean, they wanted a familiar face there, which is why she's there, because she was obviously the one Jack talks to in the pilot. So I think it's actually really cool, the consistency of having someone from the pilot then still being a character in season two and three and six. I was excited to see it back when I saw this episode too. I think it's cool because it's one of those things where not every fan watching it will remember, but for the fans who do remember, it's like, oh, there's the girl from the pilot who Jack was talking to. That's cool. Are they going to reunite? Is she going to become a character now? Um, So I think that's cool. It never bothered me. Like They easily could have not had Cindy in there, but I think having that familiar face like they wanted, I think it works. You know, there's more bigger inconsistencies in Lost to worry about. Like, she flew out of the plane and landed into the dirt section. That's enough for me. Like, yeah. Um, that will do. But, yeah, really she was where Charlie was. Uh, but who, who cares is what I say. But if you are worried about it, eh, genuine criticism, I guess. Uh, day three. And, you know, this is covering 48 days. We start to get a few uh, short, short glimpse days here. Uh, Donald, poor old Donald's leg is getting worse, uh, and if he dies, he'll be the fourth one to die. 
Day five. <laughs> Bearing Donald. <laughs> Poor Donald. <laughs> I like Donald. Uh, I mean, you look like Donald. Where's Donald? Um, Had a broken leg. Get... Didn't like Libby's story. Yep. He doesn't have theories. Get... I haven't seen him, but there is... Is there any Donald theory? No, no but wait, wait till we get to Nathan, because I've got some doozies. <laughs> Succumb to leg wound. Wound. Womb. <laughs> Succumb to leg wound. Wow. The island really does get you pregnant. <laughs> I like to think that Doug and Donald were travelling together, but then they ended up on separate sides of the plane. Yeah. Uh, they wanted... They they were lovers, but they couldn't get seats together. Uh, they had to be separated. Um, his burial is visible in the episode. It can be seen more clearly in the ABC promotional still. Um, yeah, we definitely need a, a clearer view of Donald. Uh, <laughs> Glenn Lehman has no other acting credits other than Lost. So Donald is his one and only uh, appearance. Didn't sadly make it bigger, better things, clearly. No, I thought this was going to be his launching pad. He's like, yes, I'm a lost. I'm playing Donald. He's not like My character dies, I'll be up there with Boo. Is there an interview with him at Lostpedia, like the guy, the Pakistani dude from a couple of episodes? <laughs> be my dream to work with Cynthia Watros. <laughs> and Sam Anderson. <laughs> uh, I was so- going to teach a class on the day they initially wanted me to play to play Steve. But I couldn't do it. <laughs> so they really wanted me back. So they got me back to Donald. Um, day five, Donald's dead. I like Donald. Uh, day seven, a bit of chicken catching. This is like a survivor thing. Yeah, they get on. lucky with chickens. They get some good things happening to them that the others don't get. Yeah, so it's not all bad for the Tonys. They've got chickens. Do yeah. the main survivors have chickens? I'd rather chicken than boar. <laughs> yeah, I mean, they were getting sick of boar, but these guys have chicken. Um... And, you know, if they can catch a few, they can lay some eggs as well, mate. This is not too bad. Yeah. Uh, and Echo hasn't spoken in a week. I mean, you know, sometimes I wish I was more religious because this show and, I mean, I guess a lot of other TV shows have a lot of religious themes and references that just go whew, over my head a lot of the time. Um, so there's more in Lost. Where I found it. Like, I'm yeah, not... I wish I... Sorry, no, I keep interrupting you, but I, I've, I've Googled... 40 days religion silence and i found it here we go look at us discovering some religion you want to know do you want to know what this is no okay no, cool. Moving on. so apparently the 40 day after death is a traditional memorial service family gathering ceremonies and rituals in memory of the departed on the 40th day after the death uh the 40th day concludes a 40 day memorial period and significant traditions traditions in the eastern orthodox uh, it is said that the soul of the departed remains wandering on earth during the 40-day period, coming back home, visiting places the departed has lived, and as well as their fresh grave. Um, so, um, cool, great. Well, I can silent stuff coming. Um, uh, well, I guess. Uh, <laughs> well, I found something. <laughs> <laughs> the Mon- Bible is so mysterious. Monas- monastic silence. Like an Agatha Christie. Um, but okay, like fair enough. If this is what he's doing, I mean, there's probably more to it than that. But I mean, why is he only doing it for <laughs> half of the way? There. Why is he only doing it for the people he killed? Like, you know, why doesn't he do it for you know anyone else? Like when Shannon well, dies, why doesn't he just them. stop talking? <laughs> oh shit, Shannon dead. I must stop talking. <laughs> he did murder them. True. So, okay. Um, 
And this, and then he does another weird thing in front of Henry Gale where he chops off his goatee. Um, <laughs> which I don't know if that's a weird like echo fetish or if that's another Bible thing. But we'll we'll cross that bridge when we come. We'll do our homework before we come up to that. We'll read episode. the Bible, everyone. We'll read the Bible before that episode. <laughs> we'll start. Yeah. Actually, sorry, let me rephrase oh, that. Noah will watch the Bible. I'll watch the mini series. <laughs> <laughs> That would be a good podcast if we read the Bible. Oh, um, <laughs> no. I mean, we kind of did it. Sacrilegious. I learned so many things. Stuff about goats and stuff. Um, I would literally... I'm really not making fun. I'm interested in it. It's just I'm not religious. So. I am interested in the Bible. It's just all the other stuff, like church on Sunday and stuff. Coming um, soon, our recap series the of the Bible. of God. <laughs> I mean, I'm interested in the Bible. I'm just not interested in God. Well, look, um, I'll be honest. Let's be honest with you. Look, you know, we could do it. I mean, we're here, you know, talking about fictional stories. So, you know, we can talk about the Bible as oh. well. <laughs> Very creative. Um, anyway. I'm going to get, like, well, struck by lightning when I leave this episode. <laughs> <laughs> fictional stories. <laughs> oh. Why did all my lights ben? go out? Ben? Ben, are you there? Is it still recording, Ben? Um, we'll, we'll do more Bible research. I mean, Nikki Stafford's probably written about it if I actually read her book, um, other than the interesting trivia. Are you sure? She's like, not going to be yeah. like, it comes from Echo Park. It sounds like Mr. Echo. Uh, but anyway, day 12, we're skipping ahead a bit. Um, we have Anna crafting up a bit of a weapon. Um now, fun fact, you know these kind of, like, hockey stick things um, yes. that all these characters have, the Tayleys have? So there is actually a deleted scene, I'm not sure if you've watched it, where a big crate washes ashore on the beach, uh, and they're all excited, like, oh, what is this? A big box. Uh, and then they open up the box, and it's a box full of just boomerangs, <laughs> like hundreds, hundreds of boomerangs. Racist. And assumingly uh, it was on the plane... And even, I think it's branded uh, Melbourne Walkabout Tours or whatever, Locks <laughs> Tour. Thing. So that 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 lock, that tour guy, that dick tour guide person, he probably sent off this package of boomerangs. So, um, I mean, I don't think we needed an explanation for it. Uh, it's a reason why it could become a deleted scene, but I guess it's kind of cool. Well, what was, um, what, who, what were the smugglers on the first season the, in the... They were like, thank God for whatever smugglers on the plane. Oh, firecrackers. Firecracker smugglers. So, you know, what a lucky plane they are. They've got firecracker smugglers boomerang. and boomerang posting on the oceanic flight. This, this is what Americans think of Australians. All we want to do is smuggle firecrackers and um, have boomerangs. And who was the travelling tarp salesman? <laughs> There's so many tarps on this island. Yeah, uh, yeah, that's true. <laughs> Uh, but anyway, uh, we have Nathan coming out of the bushes. It's, oh, what was he up to? And Anna's talking about the pair system. What was it? Was it uh, Locke who was following Charlie or something when he was trying to take a piss? Yeah. He thought, piss off, you pervert. <laughs> so they have a pair system. Like, this is how bad these guys have it. They have to have a pair system for going to the bathroom. Um <laughs> So at night, it's been 12 days, but more people are taken. This time, the kids are gone. Cindy's worried. The kids! The kids! <laughs> um, and Anna kills another. Um, so this is just terrifying. Anytime this happens, it's just terrifying. These guys had it so much worse. Like Rose wasn't getting taken in the middle of the night. Like <laughs> Even Walt, who they wanted, wasn't getting taken. Um, 
token. Which I guess I just uh, token. <laughs> where where are you, Maggie Grace? <laughs> I will hunt you down. I will find you. <laughs> I must find Maggie Grace. She has been token. <laughs> that was like Saeed should be in Taken. Probably is. Probably plays like I a random terrorist. Um. So they look in the pocket of the others as a knife. Uh, we'll get to the knife a bit later on because that's kind of cool. That's not uh, a knife. as well. There is a list of names. If there's one thing that the others love and Jacob loves is lists. <laughs> there's so many lists. I love a good um, list. Can I just say I love a yeah. good list? I love making lists. I like a good list too. But so do the other. <laughs> do they have like amongst the others? They have like a vote like top ten others and like Ben reads <laughs> out the result. So, They've like, got a blog in the, the Ethan, camp. Ethan comes first. Like, oh, yes, first, three times in a row. Top ten. Three years in a row. Top ten books read by the book club. <laughs> Top ten Bachula Clark songs. <laughs> oh, number one, I Vote Downtown. That was the best one. Um, <laughs> Top ten kills by us. Who did you like best who we killed? And they have, like, a pool. Like, how long will we... How many days will we go before we go and collect Desmond? How long will we leave him They're down just bored. Let's, I mean, let's sympathise with the others. They're living on this island. They're bored, all right? They're going to go with games. They just want some playmates. Yeah. kidnapping. Come play with me. Uh, I don't know why they would possibly want the kids. Though. I guess kids are impressionable, so they can start, like, brainwashing them. Pedo others. Doesn't... I think Alec is... But, um, they do like to take kids. The others take a lot of kids. <laughs> um, so, you know, it's not just Kimberly Joseph, Cindy, who loves kids. Um, but there's no sign of the others anywhere. Um, Anna's getting a bit pissed off. Uh, what needs to happen to make you say something? I mean, I would be pissed off too if you're going through this nightmare situation like you never thought in your life you'd anything like this and you just got this tough guy who's not saying a word. I would be angry too. Um, straight off the bat, Anna's questioning Nathan. He's the other, uh, and they decide they're going to leave the beach. Um, so a few days later, day 15, they're trekking through the jungle. They say they've been walking for three days straight. Uh, <laughs> you know, I will defend Anna, but here, five minute break. That's all you're getting. Five minutes. Anna, we've been walking for three days straight. Uh, Nathan wants to live where they are. They've got a nice little stream. I mean, I think it looks like a pretty bad living place. Like, it's there's nothing that suggests other than the water that, you know, this looks comfortable, but whatever. Um, and then Anna gives in and lets them. Uh, cut forward two days, and we've got Anna digging the pit. You mentioned this, like, what, two episodes ago? Like, where did the pit mm. come from or something? Yeah. Here's your answer. Thanks. Anna's digging the pit. Uh, now, I don't want to skip ahead to next episode, uh, but... You know, I think Libby might be crazy. You might be right, because <laughs> she she is concerned about Nathan here, um, about, you know, what's going on with him. Next episode, we get a line from Libby saying to Anna, Anna, you're not exactly the best judge of character. Remember Nathan? <laughs> Libby, you were saying that Nathan is sus. Um, <laughs> Isn't she the one who kind of plants it in Anna's head anyway? <laughs> She's so loopy. She's like, I didn't say that. <laughs> Not exactly the best judge of character, uh, Anna. Well, neither are you, Libby. Like, I love Libby um, and Hurley, but I think Hurley probably dodged a bullet, no pun intended, because <laughs> Libby didn't. But <laughs> um, but then Anna says, well, why do you think I'm digging this hole? Lots of one-liners from Anna. Um, two, two days later after that, uh, I love this, Bernard and Nathan... <laughs> 
Bernard and Nathan, good buddies, making their little rabbit trap. I like that. Oh. <laughs> and then I love Bernard's little, oh, hey, Anna. Yeah. Like, it's just, they're, they're already like this that little community here. now. <laughs> yeah, it's like, oh, hey, Anna. Bang, knocks Nathan out, chucks him in the pit. Um, you and I are going to have a little talk, Nathan. Um, <laughs> and this is where... Well, let's, can we talk... Oh, uh, wait, we won't do that now. But this is where we get... Uh, they're talking about how they didn't see Nathan on the plane. <laughs> Chad, I like... She, you know, they're talking about Anna is a bad judge of character. I think it's all these other people. I think Anna is the most sane one here. Because Cindy's now saying, Oh, yeah, I, I didn't see him on the plane either. I'm really good with I'm faces. I'm good with faces. <laughs> well, clearly you are not, Cindy. <laughs> You are far from good with faces because this guy is in a pit right now and he was on the plane. Goodwin, did you say, oh yeah, I remember serving Goodwin some. Doesn't remember Jim on later it. on. Like, who's this random Korean guy on the beach? Do you oh, see him on the plane? No. Remember Sawyer? Jin? No, I never Michael? saw him on the plane. <laughs> and you were in the middle section, Cindy. You remember Goodwin? Clearly. Remember Jack later on? <laughs> um. So, you know, well, I mean, I guess it makes sense. She technically wasn't in the tail section. Um, and also, Nathan was in the bathroom the entire time, apparently. Like, I, I know plain food is bad, but... He's got Nathan some really serious wasn't. issues with this. Like, he's two hours in the jungle. He's in the toilet when the plane crashes. Like, that, whatever that retreat he was on, they, that fucked his digestive system. Australian food does not agree with Canadians. Too many meat pies in Australia and too much Vegemite because he was getting bad. Um, yeah, so Nathan goes to the toilet a lot. So Sydney didn't recognise him on the plane. Um, and he also never talks about himself, apparently. Um, Which, oh, he must be evil. <laughs> uh, so later that night, um, Anna's talking to him. Where are the kids, Nathan? Um which, you know, people only seem to care about the kids. <laughs> what about where was old Susie who got kidnapped on night one or something? Welcome like? to society, Noah. Everyone only ever cares about the kids. <laughs> they are our future, but I, I'm, not, I'm not trusting Zach and Emma with them <laughs> running the country or anything like that. Um, you know, they might be good 7-Eleven employers. I mean, <laughs> I don't know what I'm saying. Zach and Emma are fine. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and we learn a bit about Nathan where I think this is a really clever and nice touch uh, where Nathan says he's from Canada. Um, do you remember where one uh, one Goodwin, um, not Goodwin, Ethan said he was from? Canada. Yeah, I think it's really clever and nice touch. I'm not sure if you picked up on that or not. Yes, um, I did. I mean, I like Canada, so generally Canadian reference I'll pick up on, but yes. Yeah, I think just to cast more doubt on, or maybe Nathan is also another, um, if if. Ethan says he's from Canada. Uh, and he says he was on a company retreat. I want to know more. I want the Nathan flashback. Like, what was the retreat? Um, what were they doing? Like, is this a thing? Do they take people from Canada? Like, he must have been, like, some sort of big business or something. Um, I want to see that flashback. Them having fun in Australia. Nathan Nathan goes on holiday. Um so I guess we can talk a little bit about Nathan. I like the character of Nathan. I think he's just that kind of douchey, like, like he's innocent, but he's still just a douche, and like no one really likes him. He's just got one of those like punchable faces. I think. Um, I don't know. What do you think about Nathan? I'm just reading the theories on Nathan. He's one of the biggest theories pages I think we've come across. 
Um, really? Yeah, I like Nathan too. Like, I, I'm with you. I, I, I kind of like this guy, and I feel sorry for him. Like, I mean, <laughs> you know, he's done nothing wrong except just go to do lots of shits. And then, like... He, he survived a plane crash, and then he got murdered. Yeah. Like, I mean, you talked about, you know, Boone and Shannon. What is it better if they maybe, you know, died in the crash? I think, you know, Nathan probably should have died in the crash. Just gone on a... Yeah, he, he gets to... You know, like, the little flashback, happy Nathan on his retreat, and everyone's like, oh, hey, come on, Nathan, let's go back home. And he's all like, no, no, I want to stay in sight, see, I love Australia. You know, and off they pop, and here he is, like, outside the Sydney Opera House with a little camera taking a picture, and, you know, he's doing the bridge climb, and, you know, jet skiing on Bondi. Happy snaps. Happy snaps of of Nathan, and he's on the plane, he put a little belt on, and he's... On his phone, oh, Jim, I'll be back at work, you know, in, in Toronto, and oh, I can't wait. Yes, you know, I'm just on my flight now. <laughs> you know, crashes. And well, meanwhile, he's had some dodgy, you know, meat pie or something. In the oh, bow. Got to go to the toilet. <laughs> Crash, boom. Then he's on the island. It's like, oh. <laughs> you know, walking around. Oh, I'm going to do a shit. Comes back. Where are you? What about the buddy system? It's like, dude, I literally had the runs for two hours. You want to stand there and watch it, like, drip down my leg? Um, and then he just gets, like, punched, and then he gets told off having a banana. Like, you just want all you had is a banana. Like, leave him alone, Anna Lucia. Stupid. Ugh. His neck snapped. I, I, I just... Are you, are you on his, um, his theories page? Um, I've got to open. So, some of the words here. He has Crohn's disease, ulcerative colitis, or another digestive <laughs> disorder. This would explain why he would have spent the entire flight in the bathroom and why his bathroom <laughs> trips in the jungle were so lengthy, yet he did not want to discuss it. <laughs> Um, we have Nathan was simply a jerk with an antisocial personality who had trouble with authority <laughs> figures and thus resented Anna Lucia. Um, I like this one here. That's a theory? Yeah. A theory? I, I like this. Oh, hang on. Nathan had a criminal past and was doing something illicit in Australia, <laughs> such as smuggling <laughs> drugs or weapons. He was the firecracker smuggler. Bottle rockets. People with criminal records and criminal associations are not allowed to enter Australia. A major plot hole in Sawyer's story. Thus, he would have not tra- been travelling under falsified documents. Well, it's not really a plot hole in Sawyer's story. I mean, he's a con <laughs> man. I mean, he made up the documents. You just retconned yourself there, theory person. Um, I mean... Yeah. I love this. Is one. that true? Uh, it's, we are strict on criminal records. I don't think it's a, a flat out. You can't come in if you've got a criminal record. I think if you've got some explanation, um, but I mean, not with a face like Nathan. Yeah, well, exactly. It is well it's known that every other reference to Canada or being Canadian in Lost is indicative of deception. It stands to reason that Nathan may not actually be Canadian at all. Of the years, he would be the only true Canadian in the series. <laughs> and then even down the bottom oh, here. Oh, is that true? I don't know. I, I don't know what other references I guess there are. aren't really many Canadians. I like this one here. He does not sound too Canadian. When first... <laughs> when first People are really getting hung up on the Canadian. When first put in the hole by Adelusia, he yells, Let me out! several times. There's absolutely no evidence of accent at all! Exclamation mark. Canadians have a very distinctive way of pronouncing the word out. So they should be saying, Let me oot! Let me oot! <laughs> and then- I feel like you're missing the ma- main Nathan one, the clairvoyant Nathan. Oh, I, I was about to read the... Watch carefully as he looks at Goodwin and Nathan. The looks Goodwin and Nathan give each other throughout the episode. Some of the looks could be interpreted as some sort of familiarity with each other, which over time turns into frustration. Uh, no. <laughs> Is this some like sexual thing? Oh, I haven't seen the clairvoyant one. What am I doing here? 
Yeah, like this is. I mean, all the other ones. He's a jerk. He's Canadian. Yeah, makes sense. Nathan, during his trips, he was following a vision of some kind. <laughs> oh yeah, I can see that one. Nathan was a drug addict who had his stash on him during the crash. <laughs> Poor Nathan. <laughs> Leave Nathan alone. Oh, one. Nathan was not a follower of Jacob, but perhaps a follower of the Man in Black. <laughs> he was on a company retreat. <laughs> Oh, I like this one. He was doing something inappropriate in the jungle, not suitable for network television. Nathan was having a way. He hasn't gotten any, and Adelisa is not putting out. Well. Oh, God. This is what happens when, when Boone dies. We have to make up our own characters with random Pakistani dude, and now we've got Nathan. I wish Nathan lived longer. Um, I like uh, the unanswered questions about Nathan. Why didn't he defend himself? Uh, why was Nathan not a good person, according to Goodwin? Apart from going to the bathroom, why else was Nathan out in the jungle? <laughs> having a wank. All those unanswered questions too long. <laughs> Last words, which way's the beach? I need to have another <laughs> wank. <laughs> <laughs> which way's the beach? I've been in this prison cell for too long. I'm about to bust here. Um, Nathan has only met Anna Lucia, Eki, Echo, Eki, Echo, Libby and Bernard. But he was on the same plane as Jack Hates or but he did not speak to any Well, we don't know that. He may have had a little conversation with Paolo on the plane or something. Oh, my God. Um, yeah, but we were robbed of not having the Nathan flashback. That's disappointing. Uh, can I just point out that uh, we've eulogised Nathan more than we've eulogised Shannon? <laughs> uh, but anyway, let's get on with it. Um, where are we at? Nathan. So Nathan's in his little cell. Uh She's questioning about the kids. Nathan's doing the Mr. Echo treatment. He must have killed someone because he's not talking anymore. And uh, we see him doing like almost a comical covering up of food. Someone's sneaking in bananas. Uh, Anna going straight because apparently Anna's going to starve him. Um, Anna's going straight to Bernard. Poor Bernard. He's like, I didn't do it. <laughs> I can go um, to the fat person. <laughs> so apparently Bernard is uh, poor old Bernard's getting accused. It's Bernard uh, Banana, you know. <laughs> that's probably a theory. Does <laughs> yeah. um, does what's the name write it in a book? Bernard sounds like <laughs> banana. <laughs> uh, but it was Echo. Because Echo, you know, he's friends with Anna, but we'll see him standing up to her quite a bit. He's like the one person who will really stand up to Anna. Um, Goodwin is getting a bit worried about Anna. Uh, and I love, like, we don't want to turn into savages. I love great one-liner from Anna. If I was a savage, I would have cut off his finger already. That's tomorrow. <laughs> I think she's a bad arser. Um, she's got some good one-liners. Uh, but later that night, Goodwin is going to be the good guy, and he lets Nathan out. Which way's the beach? Um, which, you know... Nathan really should have died in the plane crash because even if Goodwin wasn't a bad guy, Nathan's just going to go off and live in the jungle by himself <laughs> in this crazy haunted jungle. Like, it's just no good ending for Nathan. Well, he could have been kidnapped and actually got recruited, and he could have been yeah, work I mean, man. Like, not a good person, apparently. <laughs> so, 
Uh, they didn't want Nathan, so maybe he was a bad drug addict who wanks a lot. <laughs> um, a clair- a clairvoyant Can we get him on the addict? show and literally just be like, so, what do you believe your character is? Was he, were you a drug addict that wanked a lot? Here's the theories. A, B, C, with one. If we ever get these people um, on the show, we legitimately should like read out their theories and see what they say. <laughs> like, okay, Nathan, whatever the actor's name is, we've got one here. Uh, during your trips, you were following a vision of some kind. Do you think that was true? <laughs> what was the vision? What was your vision, <laughs> Nathan? <laughs> Uh, but Nathan gets his neck snapped. Poor Nathan. This is not going well for Nathan at all. Um, so, oh, dun, 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 Goodwin is the other. He's the bad guy. <gasps> Didn't see that coming. Uh, day 24, Cindy tells them that Nathan's gone, so now they're going to move camp. What happened to Nathan? Did Goodwin drag his body out somewhere, or did they have, like, two others waiting in the wings? So, like... The others all dressed in black who, like, come out and drag him away, like, in a play or something like that. Scientific experiment. (laughs) Why isn't that an unanswered question? What happened to Nathan's body? Yeah, yeah. Um, That's, like, an actual unanswered question. Um, But it won't be on our list. Day 24, they're moving camps. Day 26, now we're really moving along. They're trekking through the jungle. That's a random one. Like, there's no dialogue, I don't think. It was just, like... I had to rewind it because I'm like, did I miss something here? Because day 26 is literally them just walking. The um, Lord of the Rings moment. Uh, day 27, they find the Arrow Station, which we already talked a bit about. Um, and they find a box in the Arrow with a Bible. There you go, Echo. There's your Bible. Pray, <laughs> pray away. Pour some tea on it. Um, Glass Eye, which is kind of random, but I like... They've never fully answered it, but I like that we later have another who has one eye. Well, I was going to say, I it's, just assumed that that's that dude, isn't thing. it? Yeah, I mean, it's meant to be assumed, but I don't think it's ever, like, a big, like, <gasps> that's his eye. Like, it's just assumed. I like that guy. Um, yeah, I love Mikhail. He's awesome. Um, the guy who apparently can never die until Charlie dies. <laughs> don't! Um, and a radio. Ooh! <laughs> Bernard tries the radio later on, which I don't get why they even leave the arrow. I'd be staying away in here, guarding the door for the rest of eternity. I would not be going back out after you found this little station. Um, but Bernard's out trying to ra- uh, do the radio, but they need to get to a higher ground to get a signal. Uh-oh, I've seen this one before. Next, we're going to get a polar bear, and we're going <laughs> to hear from a French woman. Um, the French, the French are so, Goodwin volunteers to go. Ooh, I wonder why. But Anna, or she's already kind of on to him at this point. She volunt- She's going to come along. No, no, no. Yes, I'm coming. So, it's Anna and Goodwin. She asks, as we already mentioned, why the others are attacking them. And this is where Goodwin's talking about, like, he's theorizing, but it's clearly this is what he actually means. He's talking me? about the strongest people <laughs> on the first night were taken, um... Then they're talking about, well, how come they didn't take Echo and the, you and stuff like that? Well, maybe they changed their mind after two of those them were killed. Uh, then Goodwin wants the knife. Um, <gasps> he's going to stab her. No, he just wants to cut up a little mango. Um, and then I love this because it's like, where did they get the knife? Uh, it's US military. You don't see them anymore. Uh, yet here it is on this island. I love, this is season two, episode seven. There's this little kind of throwaway line about this knife. Season five, we learned that in the 50s, the US military were on the island with their little jughead bomb and hmm. 
It's just these little things. Like they didn't need to have this thing about the knife or bring in the US military or whatever. It's like they never mentioned, ooh, that's the knife with Anna Lucy. They, they don't make it obvious. It's a kind of, unless you're a super fan, you're not even going to know or care. But it's just so cool, these little seeds that they plant that you can watch back on the show and be like, oh, well, it makes sense they had a US military knife. Um, but once again, people on Lost suck with like guesstimating ages because like, Jack says about the Adam and Eve, oh, 50, 60 years when it's like 2,000 years or whatever. And then Locke was saying, what What, what do you say about fine polyester? Yeah. Something? 10 years. Um, and then Anna's saying uh, this knife is 20 years old or something, but it's really like 50 or something. But anyway, um, then she kind of interrogates him. We don't know she's a cop at this point, but we can definitely see C did that now. Asks him uh, how, how he found Bernard. Then she's coming in on Goodwin. Um, what does she, where are where are they? Your friends? Uh, I think that's an analyme. Right? I've just written a quote here. I don't know what it says. Uh, but this is really not an intense scene, but a really well done scene. I think where she's interrogating, uh, and then Goodwin says Nathan was not a good person. Oh, poor Nathan, yeah. even after death, people on him. Uh, that's why wait. he wasn't on the list. Uh, and then, yeah, he was too horny to be in the camp. Uh, so that's why he, they didn't pick him. Uh, he, he assures her the children are fine. He's actually not lying there. They are fine. Uh, they're Good better stuff. off now. Uh, then Anna and Goodwin get into a bit of a fight. Um, and the great scenes stick through the chest. Like, that's pretty intense. Impaled. Uh, so impaled Goodwin. Um, Anna's murdered quite a few people. <laughs> Uh, I mean, she's tied with Echo at this point, though, I guess. But she, unlike Echo, she doesn't shut her mouth. Um, <laughs> stick through the chest. That's the end of Goodwin. Um, when did Ethan die? Ethan died before this. So Goodwin now last. Goodwin wins, at least, in terms of Ethan. Um, he had a good win. So, yeah, good win there, because Ethan... Uh, Sucked. I don't know when he died, day 20 or something, but... Uh, so... You know, poor old Goodwin. I mean, we don't have to necessarily eulogise him, but, you know, poor old Goodwin, Juliet's lover. Come on, dumbest plotline ever. Um, <laughs> don't even get me started on that episode. Um, <laughs> do you like Goodwin? Yeah, I mean, I, I, I like the actor, and I think, I, I yeah, I, you know, he's fine. Here I, we go. Here's the age-old question for you. Uh, Goodwin Stanhope or Ethan Rom? We see more of Ethan, don't we? Yeah, um, that's not the question. I know it's not. Uh, Ethan? No, no, Goodwin. I like Goodwin better. I'm going to go with Goodwin. I'm Team Ethan. Okay, we'll get so T-shirts like made. <laughs> with their faces on yeah. It's like the big rival. <laughs> um, Hashtag so Team Ethan. Hashtag Team Goodwin. Goodwin was in five episodes. Uh, died on the 18th of October, 2004. Impaled by a stick <laughs> by Annalisa. Um, his wife was uh, Harper Stanhope. Ugh. His lover was Juliet Burke. At the time of his death, he was unhappily married to Harper Stanhope and was having an affair with Juliet Burke. Look, I like that they bring back characters like Goodwin and that, but we didn't need a whole episode about how Juliet and Goodwin are getting it on. Um, Goodwin's last name, Stanhope, has not been referred to on screen. Oh, I didn't know that. Um, no, you do. Well, 
his wife is called Harper Stanhope, so I guess it's kind of... Um, here we go. This is interesting. Goodwin's appearances are chronologically backwards. His first appearance is, is a corpse, <laughs> then a flashback that depicts his death, and finally flashback depicting, depicting events leading up to his death. Um, I like this one here. Out of all the main characters, Goodwin has only met, you know, blah, blah, blah. Jin has seen Goodwin's body. <laughs> cool. <laughs> Goodwin is... The only recurring other to never have dialogue in a present timeline event in the Lost the Lost Saga. I've Ooh. never heard it be referred to the Lost Saga. I like it, though. Uh, in 1969... I'm just reading this out. I haven't pre-read it, so I don't know what this is about to be. In 1969, a woman named Mrs. Goodwin called famous disc jockey Wolfman Jack's radio program. <laughs> what? Uh, as he had her on the line, Wolfman Jack jokingly accused Mrs. Goodwin of making strange noises. She blamed the television, saying it was the program The New People, a short-lived ABC series about a group of young people who crash land on a mysterious, uninhabited Pacific island. I love you, lost <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what I just read. <laughs> now, okay, you know we were talking about a few episodes ago about finding the biggest ever Lost fan? That's that person's written there. <laughs> I wonder if Mrs. Goodwin's still alive. Uh, unanswered questions. Was he actually in the Peace Corps? Well, probably not. Seeing as he's murdering people and part of the others. Why didn't the others bury Goodwin? Um, Why would Because he felt jealous. They kind of... Uh, so, just quickly, is there any Goodwin Stanhope theories? He killed Nathan because he was arguing with the others over Analysia being worthy on the list. And he knew that she ha- he had to cut her she had to cut off his fingers she would never be considered an uh, other as a consequence he would lose her <laughs> um, Goodwin was in the Peace Corps but was eventually drafted to join an island based team a la Juliet's employment Goodwin may have a background in chemistry as opposed to the Peace Corps he's Walter White uh, Goodwin is Carl's father Carl is Alex's boyfriend uh, Carl said that he and Alex used to play oh, where did that go used to play in the background backyard and name the stars therefore Carl is most likely the son of one of the others Goodwin is a likely candidate because he's since a he is man about age to have a teenage son <laughs> and with him being dead there is no longer anyone looking out for Carl uh, <laughs> we found out that the other woman that Goodwin was married to Harper oh the other woman so if Carl was his son oh they're still on this <laughs> then Harper would likely be Carl's mum so he would have someone to take care of him. Um, chemical burn caused he had a chemical burn. What? Um, oh my god! I'm. I, I wish I never read out them. What? Yeah, I'm still I'm still lost over that woman who rang a radio station. Apparently, and that's got something to do with this. So yeah. Can I just Mrs. Why? What? Mrs. Goodman, Wolfman. Jack, I wish it could. This is just that's Mildred. That's about the same time Mildred was alive, isn't oh, it? I think they're just making things up because yeah, this would Mildred Good Good Goodwin. Um, the only thing when you type in Mrs. Goodwin, Wolfman Jack is lost based thing. So I think someone just made this up. There's no like any other webpage we, about. We this. need to get an account on Lostpedia and do what we used to do on the Survivor Wiki date. You know, Goodwin's favorite actor is stuff. Goodwin's favorite actor is Brad Pitt. Uh, <laughs> It's just... Oh, all right. Let's move on. We're just going on about dumb stuff now. Um, so, bye-bye, Goodwin. Rest in peace. Um, 
what a great death though isn't that great uh yeah <laughs> yeah Anna returns to camp without Cookman we're safe here now she's the one liner queen now here now like I've got to point this out it's never ever raised at any point why do these people not think that Anna is potentially another never what? never question she goes off with him and like oh he was another I killed him like why is it not even like somebody's got a bit shifty eyes or something like that? Because like, I would be. Well, I'm like, well, hang on a minute. You know, Nathan just disappeared. Now, so is Goodwin. Like, are you sure it's well, not you, Anna? Goodwin dies on day 27, and the next scene is day 41. So I'm sure a lot happened in 14 days. Yeah, where's our Miss 14 two weeks? That's two weeks worth of stuff. Where's Bernard yes. on the beach? You know, I'm sure, you know, Libby, Cuckoo Lala, is all like, la da 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 I'm sure Anna's not evil. la da 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 Sure it happened. I'm sure they did, but who cares? Because we know she's a main character. Were there deleted scenes in, like, for this? Because that seems to be a big jump in time from day... Yeah, there were. The boomerang scene. So was that in, no? What I mean is, was that did that take place between day twenty seven oh, and forty one? Uh, let me just quickly check. There is no. That's the only deleted scene. But that's where I think it's crazy. Like, that's a big jump in time. Yeah, but I mean, what do we need to see? We've seen everything we need. Why is it crazy? There's well, I mean, we what did we do? We need to see, uh, you know, some of the stuff we saw in season one. <laughs> yes, move on. But we had twenty five episodes. Um, so day forty one, Bernard is trying the radio again. Anna, Anna's getting kind of annoyed with that. Um, the waste of time. He just wants to tie a few, couple times a day. You're a waste of time. The morning of day 41. And then... Shh, hello? Hello? <gasps> it's food! <laughs> Two episodes in a row. Um, oh. So he's on the radio. Hello? Hello? Um, and I love the way this plays out. Because not only does it answer a season one question... I think it does it in a really clever way because I remember hearing that thing in where the survivors of 815 they're like what that's so weird and now we see oh it was these guys and it's kind of something you forget about but then when it shows up you're like oh yeah that's that um, but what makes it so good is even though Anna's a bitch here although I think she has a point it's just like even though we know Boom would have died anyway even if they stayed on the radio so it was hopeless anyway just the whole turn it off it's them Knowing that they were so close to reuniting with each other earlier on the radio is just so cool. I think it's a really cleverly done scene and just kind of devastating in a way. Um, Another... She turned... Sorry. Yeah, she tells him to turn it off and she says, there are no survivors, this is our life now. Which I think is a fair point, um, but it's also kind of like, just give him his moment. Even if it is the others, let's talk to them. Hi, others, we killed Goodwin. And also, another Um, reason why people should really be accusing Anna of being another. Because, like, you know, she could be doing this as well. To be like, oh, no, no, that's the others. It could be them. Like, I don't know. Like, Anna just... I I just... I, I hate Anna. She's so annoying. And she's just so, like... Ugh. Like, just... She's such a dictatoring bitch. I'm sorry. I don't like to call women bitches, but she's a bitch. Like, she's I just... Jack is more of a dictator than I No, I completely disagree. Much more. But Jack, like, will at least calm down every now and then and have a, you people have a say and go off and play but some golf is, and... L- I mean, I'll defend her next episode, but this is why she... If she wasn't a dictator, they're probably all dead at this point. And yeah. this is why I defend her and I'll defend her. Yes, she's annoying. I completely agree with people, but... It annoys. I think the fans are more annoying than she is because, yeah, she's annoying, and they needed to make her redeem her by the time she was dead, and they didn't really do that. 
But there's a reason she's an. It's not like she's just an annoying character. But like, they showed us so much of what she went through, and if she wasn't being this dictator and being this bitch, then they probably all dead. And I imagine the pressure on her. We've got old Mister Echo not talking, useless Bernard, TV's Kimberly Joseph, Cuckoo Libby. <laughs> she's keeping them alive, and this is like this is a nightmare scenario. Like the other people, they've got a cave, and yeah. Claire's getting kidnapped, but other than that, there's a monster every now and then. They're they're just living a tropical life. These guys are getting terrorized, and she's had to murder two people. And yes, I would get the criticism if she was just annoying, but they never showed anything about it. But they go out of their way to flesh her out and show why she is this way, and that makes it good writing, I think. And I don't know, I feel like people get so caught up on when a character isn't 100% instantly likable, then they're just going to hate on them. When I think she is really well-developed and well-fleshed out, and there's a reason why she is the way she is, and that's... I'm not, I'm not a big Anna fan. She's not one of my favourite characters by any stretch of the imagination, but I like that there is this kind of character who isn't just, all oh, happy-dappy, here I am, I'm so happy, I'm friends with everyone, that she is going through so much stress and we'll see you next week they do a great job with it next week but mm. yes she's a, but there's a reason for it and I completely sympathise with her because she has to lead these people in something that would be scarier than any imaginable horror movie out there look I see your points and I think that yeah I agree with some of what you say and I'm sure we'll talk about this more next episode um but I mean, I, I kind of listened to you when you said about, like, oh, you know, I will defend her because of the, her backstory and that. Like, I, you know, and I kind of was like, yeah, okay, fair enough. But having seen next week and kind of loosely remembering her next flashback, uh, nah, like, Locke had a lot of shit happen to him. He's not going around doing this. So, you know, and, like, just even with some of her background stuff in the episode next week about how she even goes and handles that, like... I don't know. Like I, I like a TV character. I agree with you. Yeah, I like it. I like, I like it. it she's irrational. But and... but I like it when you have a TV character that you know isn't all happy dappy and has you know like I, I agree with you. I like that. But there's just something about Annalise that I just cannot find anything redeeming about her. And in watching these, I'm already just disliking her even more. And like yeah, okay, she's leading her through this horror scenario. I get that. But you know, Mister Echo's doing a pretty decent job. He could be doing some He's stuff. Doing a horrible job. Well, I mean, Annalise is not talking to them. But. We're going to see Annalise just randomly kill someone next episode and basically hold everyone hostage because she's scared for her own back. So, you know, like, yeah, no, nah, I just, ugh, Annalise, no. I agree that they fell into a Shannon trap with Annalise that they didn't make her likable enough by the end. What should have happened with Annalise is she should have been like this now, but by the time over the season we learned to love her and we were like, yes, she went through a tough time, she was really uptight but now she's loosening up. That never happened. But here I absolutely stand by. I think it's amazing what they do, and it just pisses me off so much that people don't look at that. And it's just so easy to type on, like, a forum or something, I hate Anna, she's a bitch. (laughs) But actually look at it and what they're doing. I'm not saying you have to like her, but just completely dismissing anything they do with this character is an injustice to the show, and I think she's a really well-done character. And... um. I mean, your argument about Locke is completely different because Locke is a man of faith and he's on this island where he's getting a wheelchair. Um, He's no longer in a wheelchair. He thinks he's there for a purpose. Anna will see next week saying she feels dead. Like, I don't think it's fair to... And that's like saying you and... 
But that's like also saying you and me or you and someone else would react to things exactly the same. Um, she's just a different character. She's a different person. Um, so, again, don't mistake me, people listening to this. I'm not going to come out here if we ever rank the characters. Oh, Anna, top five character. She's not. But I think they do stuff really well done with her. And I think Michelle Rodriguez typecast but is a good actor. And there's a lot of stuff that is good with Anna that I hope people see. And if you're rewatching along with this, just look at it in a new perspective rather than it just annoys. I know we do it a bit with Emily DeRaven and Claire and stuff like that, but it just annoys me to just dismiss everything and just say, Oh, she sucks. Like, let's just look at a different side of it and what they did with her. And I completely defend Anna Lucia as a character. I think she's really not a great character, but a good character. I'll speak up um, for the main people this time around. I'll be the one saying that she sucks. Don't worry. Yeah, I, I think she definitely doesn't suck. And she is a bitch, but that's her character. And, yeah, we'll talk about it more next week and throughout the season. Uh, but it's Boone. Yeah. And now Boone's dead. We oh. get Boone's death again. <laughs> um, so I, I think the, I like the way it's done, though, where she says it's them. And I think it's a valid point. Um, and then a great scene. Probably the best scene of the episode. Anna breaking down. This is, again... We're just talking about Anna. Then already they're showing this other perspective where she's already more likable and that she is more vulnerable than perhaps we think she is. That she's acting tough. She's trying to lead a bunch of these bozos across the island and just trying to survive. And she's the only practical one here. I mean, Echo is, but he's not talking to anyone. Um, And she just breaks down. I think it's a great scene. Echo's there watching on. It's going to be okay. Um... And then, Anna, you've been waiting 40 days to talk. You've waited 40 days to cry. I come out of this sorry. liking Echo more. I don't give a shit that Anna's crying. I'm sorry. I'm actually like, oh, Echo. Oh, sweet. Like, <laughs> I'm like, oh, boo-hoo, Anna. I think it's great. And I always find their relationship interesting. And I think already, I mean, I would say this is an Anna-centric episode. It's, it's really not. It's the Tailies, but it's an Anna-centric episode. And this just, this, to me, makes her more sympathetic and next week as well. And I love the scene of her crying and him talking on day 41. I think it works so well. Um, day 45, we've got old Cindy and Libby, that classic duo doing a bit of fishing <laughs> and Jim washed up. I like that we see uh, the other perspective of this from Adrift uh, and we see him tied up and they're thinking he's another, but... All right, this time Anna's a bit irrational because they're all like, he's fine, he's fine, but no, he's one of them. Um, I get the trust issues, but he breaks free. They're obviously not very good at tying people up. They should have put him in the cage pit earlier. And we get the others, others. And then day 45 to 48, we get this super quick flash. I mean, like, they had to get through this somehow, so they just kind of give us random quick flashes of the episodes we've been watching, as well as a quick scene of Anna telling Echo to hit her. Um... So, and then, just like uh, where we had that conversation three times in season, uh, the earlier part of this season, we get <laughs> Shannon is killed again, but this time from their other, the Taylor's perspective. So, um, yeah, so bye bye, Shannon. She, she, she's out, and we'll see that again next week. So, um, how many times are we going to see this? But. I don't know anything to add on like the super quick flashes or that's just. I'm not a fan weird. of that. I like I. It, I don't know. There's something weird about it that I just don't like. It doesn't fit lost. This kind of like quick flash yeah, edit. I, I know. Like I know. I, I I know. But like it's. I don't know. Like they they did it so well. Like we joked about how we saw the same scene in the hatch three times, 
but that was effective. And like, I don't know, there's just something I feel they could have done around this. I mean, like, I know, I agree with you completely, they've got to do it somehow. It just feels weird to me. It feels out of place for loss, this kind of flash editing, quick, you know, solo yeah. scene, it does slow-mo. Stand out, yeah. It just, it just takes me away from this episode. And I'm not saying that by any means this is like enough, you know, I'm, I'm probably going to buy this the same as you. I, I love this episode, but it just, it just feels weird to me. It does not fit lost. I, um, I do like how now we've seen this episode, the Libby's great acting of, oh God, when they, when Cindy is taken, now you see the hell they went through and look at it at a whole new light. And the reason Anna would say, run, and she shoots because we know what's happened to them. They started with 23, they're down to five and bye bye, Kimberly Joseph. Uh, she'll be back next season. So we got quite a bit of TV's Kimberly Joseph. Um, the star of the episode. On- Oh, yeah, she was great. They don't know where to look. Um, <laughs> I know everyone's quick- faces. Do you want quickly the uh, whisper transcript? Of course. Uh, from- Is it the same? Uh, well, no, it's slightly different. And there's some interesting stuff here. Relaxed dude, I think she likes the guy. I think that was there. Hi, sis. Anna's the trigger. Oh. Um, look out. You're going to kill her. Move on. Gunshot. See ya. Shannon. Uh, Shannon, your life and time is up. That's just creepy. Help me. Shannon, meet me on the other side. That's just creepy because, you know, I, I, I mean, do you remember what the whisper, the answer eventually is? For the whispers? No. Oh, it's the, they're dead that's, people, aren't they? Yeah, so, that's I mean, boom. clearly when the show started, <laughs> it was clearly... Meant to be the others, some sort of others technique. But along the way, that kind of got abandoned, and they made it dead people. And but there's just something weird, and I don't know if it's because we know the answer now, but just when we see stuff like Shannon, meet me on the other side, uh, and stuff like Hi Sis, and you're gonna kill her, your life and time is up. Just when we see stuff like that, it makes me think. And dying sucks. Um, that they had to have had something connected to death early on, and I don't know if that's just my fan. Ed Cannon, but there's just too much stuff there. Um, but Fire Lucia, um, who's the guy, the brothers that help us? Are you done with it? Her song, I know it all, I know it all, Dying Sucks, Shannon. Um, so that's the episode. We get Shannon's death once again. Um, so we get into some questions and answers. We've got some stuff answered here now. Um, yes. People say... Season 2 never answered anything, so they gave up the show. Well, we know who Boom was talking to on the radio. It was Bernard. Now, that was... Okay, yep, cool. Episode 19. So, our question there was, who was on the radio talking to Boom? I think it's a great answer. Yes, so we can get rid of that. Why... Do we... Do, actually, just quickly, do we answer the, why does a hatch light up after Lock abandons Boom? No. No, because we haven't got an answer for that. I thought we sort of... No, never mind. Okay. Um, it was in episode 1, what happened to the tail section? Um, we answered that. Didn't we? we did, yes, that was an episode one. We did. I think it's just the Bernard one, which is the one that I just crossed out. The who was Bur- I yeah. don't think there's. Any- um, I mean, that's not really a question. It's- no, yeah, no. What happened to the other Tailies? Um, that's not really a thing. Yeah. Well, uh, oh yeah, that that was an answer. Yeah, because we what, saw them. We get... had a question: What happened to the other tailies? Well, yeah, they got kidnapped or killed by the other, or just snapped the neck when they off having a wank. Yeah. So, <laughs> uh, 
why is Nathan got bowel movement? <laughs> do we say so we do have any questions or? I don't think there's anything major. Why it? did Mr. Echo go silent? Where More is of a conclusive? Where is TV's thing. Kimberly Joseph? Yeah, I mean that's technically we, a question. Well, yeah, but we know they're taken by the others. Where she's in the house, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, they're just yet. sitting around right now, yep. screaming, ah, ah, "Others, others!" And they're all like, "Come here, let's be nice." And they're all like, "Oh, well, she becomes another." Yeah, a full fledged up with a bad haircut. <laughs> uh, so that's it. Oh, what oh, a great episode! Oh, oh. Uh, she does. It's terrible. What hey, are we going to do? Leave Sydney um, alone. <laughs> are we going to buy it? Right. Or bin? I'm going to buy it. <laughs> um, it's so well done. There's not really many criticisms at all. I've probably seen this more than any episode of Lost, or at least top five, because it's so easy to just chuck on and watch it. And, um, yeah, yeah, I love it. I'm buying it. Uh, yeah, I agree with everything you said. I think it's it's just and in terms of like memorable episodes, and you know, sometimes like I, I don't know how you do it, but like sometimes I also like to look at these as you know, buy it because it's an iconic one of the show, and I mean. You know, it's kind of you said, like, it's not like we really should get too attached to these people. Um, but at the end of the day, like, you always... I feel this is one you just always remember, you know. So, yeah. I, I don't know. And I get it. It's definitely one that, yeah, you could just whack on and just whack off like Nathan. Uh, that you could just watch and not have to really have seen this show. I mean, it makes sense to have seen it, but yeah. Yeah, I was looking forward to this one. It's a unique episode of Lost. I was looking forward to watching it, and I look forward to watching it again. Um, this was a unique one, and next week is kind of unique as well, because for the first time we're moving away from our original 14 survivors having flashbacks, and new characters are getting flashbacks. I remember being a bit like, oh, I guess this is a thing now when I was watching it. Uh, it's Collision, episode 8 of the season, Anna Lucia, the merge episode. Um <laughs> We're at the moment. Normally happens around episode eight or so, so that, <laughs> that sounds about right. Um, the two camps are coming together, so that's going to be exciting. I talked about Abandon being an underrated episode. I think this is definitely an underrated episode, and it's not that people hate this one, I don't think. It's just it kind of gets forgotten as a kind of meh episode, but I think there's a lot of good stuff in it, so I'm excited to talk about it. Uh, Anna Lucia flashback. Um some good drama in there so i think i think it's a really underrated episode i I, like collision i think it's an episode that kind of starts off slow and then it kind of picks up like i when i you know i've already watched this episode sort of in the lead up to next week and kind of i was like like oh god what's this episode's pretty bad like at the beginning i'm like i don't remember this one sort of like wow this is actually kind of shit and then sort of it really picks up and then by the end i'm in tears so um, yeah, I was kind of like up and down throughout it, but you know, but by the end I was sort of, I was pretty sold on it. So, um, yeah, I mean, we get some mild flirting over golf, so that's nice. <laughs> yeah. Golf course is back next week. Uh, in the meantime, let us know your opinions on the other 48 days. If you hate the episode, don't let me know that. Cause I don't want to hear anything bad about <laughs> it. I'm just joking. You can say something bad about it. Um, but yeah, uh, Subscribe, YouTube, uh, Instagram, website, Facebook, Twitter, all that stuff, all the normal stuff. Get onto it. Send us some messages. We love hearing from you. Uh, that was the other 48 days. Uh, my name is Noah, and um, we're not there yet. And my name is Ben, and stay with this nice woman. I'll be back in a minute. Thank you for listening to the Oz Network. Don't forget to subscribe to get new episodes delivered to your speakers every week. For more information, hit us up at theoznetwork.net.